Testing one, two, three. Check. Check on the microphone. Testing one, two, three. Check, check, check. How we sounding? All right, we're on the prowl with Professor Hot Sauce. I am, of course, your host, Professor Hot Sauce. We're flying solo again tonight. Hope you're getting through this uh, COVID-19 bullshit. Hopefully you can enjoy a few podcasts and sit back, have a drink, and just shake your head at the dumb shit that I do. So what we're going to do today is we're going to fly back a little bit. I went through the vaults. I wrote down like 18 to 20 different stories that were in my brain of previous encounters. So this one, we're going deep. This is a deep cut. This uh, This is a little ways back. So, to set the scene, this was probably one of my most strange sexual encounters. Now, if you want to know what probably the strangest one was, listen to the episode Tip Milk or listen to the uh, Why Are You Crying episodes because those ones are certainly up there in terms of fucked up. <laughs> but so is, so is this one. So... I want to set the scene. So this is this is this is at least a decade ago. Uh, this was back when I was in university. Uh, so I went to university in a city that's about an hour and a half away from where my original hometown is, where I graduated from from high school. So me and my buddies, uh, we were all on summer break. I was working a job back home, and uh, we were messaging each other. Uh, through the through the summer, uh, probably on MSN or something like that, and we decided, hey, let's all get together on a Saturday night, one weekend in uh, probably June or July or something like that. And we said, okay, well, what do we want to do? And you know, the boys were like, oh, let's go golfing. That's a perfect thing for four guys to to do. Now, here's here's the thing you need to know about me is I'm a terrible golfer, and the only reason I golf is so I can drink with my buddies. I don't actually. I like the game of golf. I'm just, I'm shitty at it. So, uh, you know, we all decided, Hey, let's, uh, let's go back to, to the city where we go to university. We're all, all four of us are from four different kind of small towns, uh, where we're from. So we're all coming from, from different directions and we, we meet in the city. So we decided to go golf and we pick out a course. We're cheap fucking broke ass students. So we basically pick the, uh, cheapest course that that we could find and of course what do you do when you go golfing well you buy beer so for me that that's that's what I like doing I like hanging out with my buddies and I like going out having a few drinks type of thing but all of a sudden I'm playing the best fucking golf game of my entire life we decide that uh you know we're not playing any I I don't know if there was like uh, what do you call that uh ticks is, is a game, uh, you know, we, we were playing that and I'm always the person that no one wants to, to go with, but somehow we're, we're making the turn and I'm just loaded. I brought a, I bought a case of beer and I'm done it after the front nine. And like, I, I don't generally drink beer that fast, but you know, I've pounded back probably 12 beer in maybe a little over an hour. And so I'm just fucking loaded. But all of a sudden we look at the scorecards and everyone's like, whoa, 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 wait a second, wait a second. Professor Hot Sauce is leading 
the foursome in, in scores, they all played fucking terrible. And they're all good golfers, but they just had probably the worst front nines of their lives. And I probably had the best front nine I've ever played, which for me, I think was like a 42 is what I shot on the front. And I think one guy shot a 45 and the other two guys were just under 50 type thing. So then all of a sudden we did, we make a bet and, and they said, all right, hot sauce. Here's the deal. If you beat any single one of us three, we will buy you supper and drinks all night long. And then they said, but if we beat you, all three of us, then you have to buy us supper, all three of us, and drinks all night long. And I said, well, that's not a fucking fair deal. First of all, you guys are way better golfers than I am. And I'm hammered. I'm out of, I'm out of alcohol already. This doesn't sound, plus I got to buy three meals. I don't think so. And pay for drinks for a full night. And they're like, well, you're beating all three of us. Aren't you confident? And this is what they do. They call me out. They say, you know, fuck, come on, step up your game. Be confident. Be a man. And I'm just like, ah, okay. You got me. I'll take, I'll take the bet. So really they, they took it. They're, they're dicks. They took advantage of me. I was fucking hammered and they, they make this bet, which is, I mean, if you, if you take, here's the thing that I, I'm kind of pissed off about is like, if, if you take this and you slice that up three ways, a meal and drinks is nothing for three people. But when you put it the other way around, I mean, the odds of that bet are just fucking stupid. Like, I can't believe I took that bet because, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just an unfair bet. It's just a bad bet. So anyway, I lost. I, you know, I'm playing the back nine. I'm fucking, all this alcohol is caught up to me. I don't even know what I fucking shot. It was like a 65 or 66 on the back nine. I lost by like 12 strokes to the third place guy. So they're all laughing, having a good fucking time, taking advantage of me. And they're like, all right, well, let's, uh, let's go to a a restaurant. And they pick a nice fucking restaurant too. One of the nicest restaurants in, in the, in the city that they can select. And so we go there and they sit down and they're like, what kind of steaks do you guys have tonight? So they're fucking ordering steaks and lobsters. And I'm just like, you fucking dicks. All right, here's the deal. If you guys are going to do this, I'm buying you this supper. No fucking drinks. No fucking way. Like that's fucking stupid. And they're like, okay, okay. We'll tone down the meals a little bit. Buy us one drink each at supper. And then we'll call it even. I'm like, all right, well, it still ended up being like 200 fucking dollars, which at that time was like excessive because I had no money. I was a student. So then, of course, we decide, all right, well, let's let's keep the party going. You know, we had a nice meal, had some golf. Uh, So there is a popular bar in the city that's actually shut down now. And, uh, you know, this is where the university crowd goes. So this is where the 18 to... I would say 22 year olds frequent. So I think it was a Saturday, maybe it's a Friday, whatever. So we go to this bar and I don't remember much of that night. Um, the only thing I really remember is I was on the dance floor with a girl for an extended period of time. And then I lost my friends. And this is before the days of, you know, having a cell phone was, kind of commonplace. So I couldn't like message them and be like, Hey, where do you guys go? So I lost my friends. They took off. 
whatever. I end up making out with this girl on the dance floor, which is a big deal because I'm a person that's, you know, not big into to PDA and I'm making out with this girl. And then all of a sudden she's like, so, uh, you know, where, where do you live? And I'm like, well, I live, I live an hour and a half out of the city. I honestly, I don't know what I was planning to do tonight. I guess I didn't really figure that out in terms of where I was going to stay. Um, how about yourself? And she says, well, I guess you can come over to my place. I got some friends coming over. We're having kind of a after party. I said, all right. So we go back there. And the first thing that happens when I walk into her place, I see like five guys I went to high school with, which is like two years removed. Some of these people I was decent friends with. And some of these people I just fucking hated. And I was like, whoa, 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 wait a second. How do you know these guys, first of all? Cause that's fucking weird. Uh, and she's like, uh, I don't know. These are, these are my roommates friends. They were at a separate bar and they brought back a house party. So there's like 20 people in this house. And I honestly don't remember again, a single thing about being at that house party with the exception of going to her bedroom. Uh, and I feel like that happened fairly quickly Uh, Because I was kind of, you know, I got loaded on the golf course, probably drank a ton more at the bar. So I was kind of done with with drinking. And so we go to her bedroom and, you know, we're doing the normal shit. And back then it was probably very, uh, very whatever, very pedestrian in terms of, of, of the sex. And then all of a sudden she asked me a very strange question. And she said it, and I didn't really understand. And I, and I, it was one of those questions where, you know, she asked it. I was like, wait a second, what, what the fuck did she just ask me? So I said to her, I said, hey, can can you repeat that? I'm not sure if I heard you correctly. And she says, can you fuck me in the ear? And I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> wait a second, wait a second here, like. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a mathematician or anything, but if you look at your ear, go into the, do yourself a favor, go into, find a mirror right now, look at your earlobe. Right now, before I finish this, go, go to your bathroom, go to your bedroom, whatever, find a mirror, look at your fucking earlobe. Look how fucking small that hole is. Like, I mean, my dick's not that small. So anyways, I'm like... (laughs) What the fuck did you just say? And she says, fuck me in the ear. And I was just, I, I couldn't even, I was just kind of in shock for, for a few seconds. And I was like, okay, well, first of all, how is this actually supposed to work? Like, I mean, we had already been fucking for a bit. So I, I was like, look look at my dick and, and then look at my ear. How How is this going to work? And she says, you know what? It's just. It's it's just something I love. It's something I love. And if and if you respect me, you'll do it. And I was like, ah, fuck. Okay. So here I am jabbing my dick in the side of her head. I felt like a total idiot. Like, can you just picture this for a second? Me fucking jabbing my dick in the side of this girl's head, trying to fuck her in the ear. It made zero sense to me. I've heard a lot of crazy fucking fetishes, but I've never heard that one. And to this day, I still can't believe I did it. Like, 
I still can't believe I didn't stop her and be like, let's think about the logistics of this a little bit further. Like, I don't know. Has anyone asked somebody to fuck them in their, in their belly button? Like, I feel like that's the same thing. It's so, it's so weird. So anyway, I remember waking up the next morning (laughs) and actually one of my high school buddies woke me up and it was bright as fuck outside. I look at the alarm clock. I look at the clock that's on the nightstand next to her bed and it's like 1030 in the morning. So here's something I didn't tell you. I actually was working on whatever week weekend day, whether it was a Saturday or Sunday, I was scheduled to work at my summer job, me and the other summer student. And I'm already three hours, three and a half hours late for work at this point. So I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? And she says, what, 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 what? I was like, I am late for work. It's in a city an hour and a half away. And I'm three hours late for work. I was like, do you have a phone? I was like, ah, you know what? She probably can handle it. My coworker, it's usually not busy. It's, it's a pretty easy thing. So I, I was like, do you have a phone? She's like, yeah, here. So I call our work number. And she's like, where the fuck are you, hot sauce? It's super busy in here. I'm by myself. Where are you? And I was like, I'll be right there. And all of a sudden, it's like, Jesus Christ, this is an hour and a half away. I'm already three hours for work. It's super busy. This is fucked. So then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, I'm talking to this girl I just hooked up with. And I was like, hey, I need a cab and secondly, I don't know where my car is. So I don't even know where this cab has taken me. And she's like, that's okay. We'll, uh, we'll look through the phone book, which is a thing. I know it's crazy to think that that's how we had to do things back in the day. Uh, and then she's like, oh, here's a cab number. Let's call it. She calls the cab. She looks at me. Then all of a sudden she pulls the phone back and she's like, wait a second. Before I get you this cab, what is my name? And I just blank and I legit did not know what it was. And she could see me just go pure white. And then all of a sudden I, I'm like, Oh yes, I remember it now. It's fucking Darcy. I was like, it's, it's lucky it was such a unique name that I was able to remember it. But then she, she's, she looked at me and she says, you're lucky. You're lucky. I was like, you saw that in my face, didn't you? She says, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm sorry. It's just such a, f- I'm so stressed about not being at work, which is true. I was worried about getting fired on that moment. And I was like, I have no idea where my friends went either. And so as I'm waiting for the cab, I call my buddies. I say, hey, what the fuck happened last night? And they say, yeah, man, we left you on the dance floor. You're making out with this girl. We thought you were in good hands. So we just took, <laughs> took off. We're all on our way back home now. What are you doing? And I said, well, I'm at this girl's place. I have no idea where my car is. I'm supposed to be in, at work back home, which is an hour and a half away. My shift three, started three hours ago. They just all fucking laughed. They're like, all right, man. Well, good luck. We'll, uh, we'll see you in the fall type of thing. So then the cab shows up. And now I have to remember where the fuck my vehicle was because I was so shit faced. I obviously didn't drive, but I drove, I drove somewhere, but I couldn't remember where it was. And so I was telling the cab driver, they're like, where are we going? I was like, ah, fuck, I don't know. Let's try, let's try this place. So I think we went to, 
I'm thinking we went to the golf course, which would make the most sense. But I also don't know if we like carpooled there and met up somewhere first. So anyways, we go, uh, we go to, to my car, we find it. It's the first place we look and I'm like, Oh, thank God. All right, let's jump in the car. I jump in the car and I see that the dial for my headlights is still on. And I go to start the car and it is absolutely stone cold dead. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? After all this shit, now my car doesn't start. So now I'm freaking the fuck out again. And luckily, my mother, who, especially back then, and even to this day, treats me like I'm six, which for my friends, you know, they they understand that, you know, sometimes they treat me like I'm six too, because sometimes I do stupid shit. So luckily, she's like, I want you to have the CAA membership and make sure that if anything happens, it's just call away. So I call CAA. They're like, what's up? I say, hey, I need a boost. I'm at this location. Luckily, it wasn't busy, and they show up right away. Uh, But now it's like noon. So now I'm like five hours late for my shift, and I still got an hour and a half drive uh, to, to go. So finally, the uh, the tow truck shows up, get a boost on my vehicle, and I've never driven so fast in my life. I drove probably 180, 190 back, which got me home in about half an hour. And where I worked was right on the outskirts of the city. So I pulled in at like 1230, and it was completely dead. And uh, she was like, oh, everyone just left. And we didn't have a single person come in to that, to that uh, for the rest of the day. And I just felt like shit because I just kind of left this girl on their own. She's like, what the fuck happened? So I told her the story and she just burst out laughing and she says, all right, you, you just, you just made my day. I was so pissed off at you, but that's a hilarious story. We'll just, uh, we'll just pretend that this didn't happen, but you fucking owe me. And I was like, oh, I know I owe you. So I can't remember what I did, but, uh, I think I took like, I think. I think I took a shift of hers or something. Who who the fuck knows? Uh, but anyway, shout out to my coworker 15 years ago who really helped a bro out back then. So that was probably the very first story. Actually, it's not. It's probably the very second story of like really awkward situations that I've been in the morning after. So now I just got reminded of a of another situation. So I want to talk about the first situation that was like really awkward regarding sex. So actually, the very first time I lost my virginity was when I was in high school, when I was in grade 12. I was 18 years old. I had sex at my place. And months later, a very weird scenario happened. So... My uh, girlfriend at the time, her, both her parent, parents were RCMP officers. And they went out for a vacation for like two weeks. And their uh, their parents, so my girlfriend's grandmother, was uh, kind of watching the house. So I went over to my girlfriend's place a few times during that time. And uh, whatever, we just hung out. Never had sex. Never really did anything beyond that. We had sex one time. It was awful. And, uh, anyways, nothing, nothing really happened 
after that. And then a few weeks later, I remember being at work and I worked at uh, a grocery store as a cashier. Remember getting a phone call from my girlfriend's dad. And my girlfriend's dad said, hey, hot sauce, uh, why don't you swing by after work? I was like, yeah, okay, sure. What's going on? He's like, yeah, you, you know, uh, and, and let's call my uh, my girlfriend at the time. Uh, let's call her Taylor. So they said, you know, Taylor, Taylor's mom and I just want to have a quick chat with you. I was like, okay, cool. So I call my mom. I say, hey, mom, uh, you know, I might might be a little bit later getting home today. Uh, Taylor's parents just want to have a quick chat with me. And all of a sudden she's like, what's what's going on? Is there anything I should be worried about? And I was like, oh, no, no, I don't know. Like, I'm sure they just want to have a chat. Like, I felt like I had a pretty good relationship with them. It was naive as fuck. And she's like, are you sure? Like, are, are you sure there's nothing, nothing going on here? It's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I don't know. I'll imagine I'll be 10 minutes and then I'll come straight home. So I go over. I walk in the door and uh, there's guns on the table. And <laughs> I remember how awkward they both looked. It's like they didn't even want to look at me when I walked in the door. And all of a sudden they're like, hey, why don't you have a seat hot sauce? I was like, yeah, sure. How's it going, guys? You know, how are you, how you doing? And they're all like, all right, hot sauce, this is a little awkward for us. And now I'm kind of like, oh, what the fuck is going on here? And so uh, Taylor's dad says, you know, it's come to our attention that uh, our daughter and you have engaged in se- sexual intercourse. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. What is going on here? And I was like, uh, uh, pretty much that's what I said. And, and they said, you know what, that doesn't really bother us so much, but it's the fact you did it in our bedroom while we were gone. And now I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Cause this never actually happened. So I got completely blindsided by this and I'll get to how I found out, uh, about what happened, but going through my mind is like, oh shit, what do I do here? Do I lie? Do I tell the truth or what goes on? Cause now all of a sudden there's a, they say, you know what? Uh, you're, you're 18. Uh, but, uh, she, she's not, she turns 18 in a month or, or something like that. So she's not an adult. So as far as we're concerned, when you're under our house, you live under our rules. And so the fact you did it here, that's not cool. And we're super disappointed in you. And they talked to me about this for like three fucking hours. And I like, I was just in shock the entire time, not knowing what the fuck to say. So when I do have a chance to speak, all I see is these guns on the table. And then I say, well, you know, first of all, I do love your daughter. And, uh, you know, um, um, <laughs> like I didn't even know where to go. Cause I was still in my mind. Do I tell them the truth that we didn't actually have sex? Uh, or, or do I kind of go with, uh, with my girlfriend and kind of throw myself under the bus? So I threw myself under the bus. I said, listen, you know, we've, we've done it a total of one time 
and uh you know we we used protection and all that kind of shit and um you know it was uh it was just something that we felt was was right or whatever and he ends up saying to me he says all right well i'm glad to hear you use protection because we do too and uh i'll tell you this protection's not good enough because i know guys have got their nuts stipped their balls tied around their their ankles and they still get your girl pregnant and if you ever got her fucking pregnant and you ran away i would hunt you down and i'm just thinking to myself i'm like jesus fucking christ this guy's a cop He's got guns on the table and he's talking about hunting me down. You fucking kidding me? So at this point in time, I'm probably like, all right, this relationship's over. Uh, Because A, I was, I was already pissed off that I just totally got blindsided by this. So I get home three hours later and my mom's like, Hey, what's going on? I was like, Oh fuck. I don't know. (laughs) I don't really want to talk about it. Go to bed. She's like, all right, cool. Uh, The next day I message Taylor and I was like hey what's going on like what the fuck why did why did this happen and she said well you know I didn't want to say we had sex as soon as we did in our relationship because I thought that would have been worse and I was like well turns out you were wrong because here's what happened to me and I was like you know I really wish you just would have told me something so I wasn't blindsided by this she's like well what did you tell you didn't and I was like don't worry I this is what I said to them all that kind of shit. So that was a really awkward relationship between myself and her parents. This was when I was in grade 12. I think she was in grade 11. I ended up graduating, moving away, as I told you in the previous story. And then we broke broke up shortly after, probably three, four weeks into, into university. And funny story, her dad calls me and he says, I really hope this has nothing to do with the discussion that we had earlier on this summer. And I was like, no, 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 it has nothing to do with that. It's just, I don't, you know, we're, we're going in two different directions with our, with our lives. Like this is what she wants to do after high school. And, you know, we're not in the same city, not really going to do the the long-term thing type, type of deal. And they're like, all right, well, we really liked you. We really enjoyed you. I was hoping that, uh, you know, maybe, maybe one day, could uh have a have a beer together celebrating the marriage of of our daughter with you and i was like holy fuck like this is different than wanting to kill me after having sex with your daughter so that's that's a little weird but uh anyway that was uh that was my most awkward moment there's a lot more awkward moments we could talk for hours about this shit but um i think for the purpose of this podcast that's uh that's a good uh good couple of stories the one last thing I will end it on is uh, my mother, probably the most awkward conversation I've ever had with her about sex was about two years into my university uh, career, I guess. I come back home and I live there for the summer. And then on my way out, she's like, oh, here's some stuff uh, for you to take back. Here's some food. Uh, here's Here's some household items. And here's a package of condoms i was too scared to have a conversation with you last year um when you're dating taylor but uh eh, maybe you could maybe you could use them and i was like oh okay cool so i've never actually had that con- that awkward conversation with my uh uh with my mom about uh, about having sex 
But I did have it with my uh, girlfriend's parents who were cops and threatened to kill me. So that's cool. Anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode. We're coming at you every Sunday. And uh, we have more stories in the vault. Got about a good 20, 25 episodes that uh, I wrote down. So we'll see you every Sunday. Peace.